Carlo Falava. You're with The House. I'm Johnny Blades. Repetition can be an effective tool for learning. In the classroom, sometimes a student must ask repeated questions of a teacher in order for the answer to gradually sink in. That's kind of how it felt this week in Question Time, as opposition MPs have become interested in a tool used in some hospitals in Auckland and Northland whereby prioritisation of non-elective surgery waitlists is partly based on ethnicity, alongside deprivation level, geographic location, time spent on the waitlist, and clinical need, which remains the primary consideration. However, the National and ACT parties have been zeroing in on this ethnicity factor, ostensibly concerned that Māori and Pacifica are moving up the waitlists unfairly. Uh, question number seven, Dr Shane Ritti. Thank you, Mr Speaker. To the Minister of Health, how much weighting will be given to the ethnicity component of the equity adjuster for surgical waitlists? And what other parts of the health system, if, if any, has she looked at applying the adjuster to? To the first part of the question, the most influential factor on how a patient is scheduled is how severe their condition is as determined by their doctor. For a clinically high priority procedure, the other variables will have almost no weight in the algorithm and therefore would not influence the person's wait time. The second most influential factor is the number of days the patient has already been waiting. After that, the equity adjuster seeks to stop some groups from languishing on the long tail of the waitlist. Ethnicity, deprivation and being from a rural area are the other factors taken into account. As I have already said to that member, including in written questions, the weightings are dynamic, so a specific weighting for ethnicity cannot be given. The weighting of elements varies between clinical specialties to make sure that clinical priority remains the primary element. To the second part of the question, no, I have not looked at applying the equity adjuster to other parts of the health system beyond planned care. I remind the member that this initiative was developed by Northern Region clinicians and managers. Health Minister Aisha Verrill there answering one of several questions from National MP Shane Reti about the waitlist issue on Tuesday. He had another crack at asking her about the waitlists and question time the following day, immediately after a series of questions from the ACT Party's Brooke Van Velden to Dr Verrill on the issue. And earlier in that question time, the Prime Minister Chris Hipkins fielded a series of supplementary questions by ACT Party MPs about the waitlists, all following the exact same format. Is it acceptable to him that my five-year-old half-Chinese daughter could be placed lower on a surgical waitlist than someone else with the same clinical Is it acceptable to, to him that the migrant workers could be deprioritised on surgical waitlists because they don't have a Maori or Pacifica ancestry? Is it acceptable to him that as a Maori woman I could be placed higher on a surgical waitlist than someone of a different ethnicity. It may seem daft that they keep asking slight variations of the same question, but in a sense it's a necessary process for MPs to gain clarity in their own minds about the reality of a situation they've been speaking publicly on. In this case, Hipkins tried to help their understanding. Mr Speaker, the member misses the whole thrust of the debate that's been had in the last 24 hours. We are talking about people who have been on a waitlist for more than two years, where there is clear evidence that if someone is Māori, if, they are, if someone is Pacific Island, if they are from a rural community or are they from a low-income background, they have been languishing for longer on the waitlists than people who don't fit those descriptors. The fact that the health system is ensuring that those with clinical need who fit those four descriptors are not being discriminated against is surely something the member should welcome.
Repetition is nothing new in Question Time. Indeed, for months, including this week, Nationals' Mark Mitchell has been asking the Police Minister, Ginny Anderson, the same question in Question Time and getting pretty much the same answer each time. Does she stand by her statement, it is my view that New Zealanders feel safer? If so, why? Uh, the Honourable Ginny Mr Speaker, I stand by my full statement at that time uh, it was given. It is my view that New Zealanders feel safer with a government on track to deliver 1,800 extra police. Repetition is infectious and Mitchell's stock question to the police minister has this week also been taken up by Nicole McKee, who unsurprisingly got more or less the same answer. Whether the message gets through isn't clear because in a sense those asking the question don't want to be seen to accept the answer being given. But we can reasonably expect this question and probably those related to the surgery waitlist to feature again and again during the question time lineup in the remaining two months of the 53rd Parliament. You've been listening to The House, a programme made possible with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Tofasoi Fua.